This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, Caps fans. <laughs> so, Polly, we got to tell them about this contest that the network's having, yeah? Yeah, let's tell them. So, the Hockey Podcast Network is doing a 2020 NHL draft lottery contest and that's presented by tankathon and cool hockey now the winnings let me get that out and 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 hook you on that is a 200 dollars gift card to cool hockey so the way that you guys can enter this is first visit tankathon.com slash nhl click sim lottery until you get the outcome you like it automatically generates so you have to click it a few times to get the the simul or the the lineup that you'd like, which will be as close, if not perfect, to the exact order of the lottery. Now screenshot that and then submit it by commenting on one of the 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 tweets that you can find at HockeyPodNet. We'll share it here on Caps Chirp at Hockey Trollin and Polly and Cupcake Polly. Um, tag a friend and retweet the post and then submit your screenshot of the lottery on that post. This will be going from March 1st to, I think it was April 4th in the, or I'm sorry, in, in the middle of, or a week into the first week of April because the lottery is like the 8th and 9th, I think. So yeah, <clears throat> right there at the end of the season, right? They'll have it on before one of the playoff games or something, right? So then we'll <clears throat> we'll pick a winner. Um, in the event of a tie, uh, they'll go. Uh, they'll they'll go ahead. They'll they'll pick out of the people who who won, like out of a hat, or who who were tied. So, Caps fans, go ahead, throw this up, retweet our stuff, and uh, enter for your chance to win two hundred dollars at CoolHockey.com. Yeah, any chance you get to uh, get some free hockey gear whether it's equipment or just you know like shirt of your favorite team swag two hundred dollars goes a long way you could get a most of a jersey like a most of a authentic jersey yeah if not a whole one it's pretty hard to beat absolutely i mean if you haven't had if you don't have an ov jersey you know you can get one or maybe holpy ov is a good place to start yeah absolutely (laughs) all right well with that Let's get this thing started. We got a good episode for you. Gonna review the whole trade deadline thing, which was fucking madness this year. Yeah, it was. Um, but before that, I'm gonna need something to drink, huh? Yeah, let's pop them. One, two, three. All right, Caps fans. Now, if you weren't paying attention, if you were living under a rock for the past, you know, month or so, uh, the trade deadline, especially, which was the end of February was insane. I mean, Polly, can you remember such an active trade deadline? No. Um I feel like this is the most active ever juiced up to double. Like Right. There was just so much going on. Yeah. And we'll be talking about the trade deadline and you'll have we'll have your Washington wrap around 
currently as we're recording, the Caps are up 3-2 in Minnesota. So that's good. Yep. Ovi's got two. Hell yeah. boy. Got some depth scoring from Panic. Yep. So hopefully we can continue that, though we are a man down going into the second period because uh, it's gotten a little chippy. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So <clears throat> just some brief league news to start us off. Bobby Ryan, Hattie, second game back from rehab. Took 100 days off, I think is, is what it was. Are you sure it's not his first game back? It was his second, I thought. Was it? Maybe it was yeah. his first one at home then. Yeah. Okay. Yes. First home game back. All right. So that's got to feel good. And I know Paulie snack time on Thursday is going to involve him. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. He he actually, the, um, back when he was with the Ducks and he played for Team USA, I was I really followed him there for a while. I really like Bobby Ryan. Yeah. Uh, is it William Carrier signs a four-year contract with Vegas? Yeah, they they inked him in before he became a uh, free agent this off season. Good, good. He's a forward, right? Yeah. Is he pretty productive? I don't. Really, would you know the deals? He's, the he's details? having season high um, points, but um, honestly, I didn't write down. What they signed him for. <laughs> the Deets. Yeah. Good job, Polly. Yeah. But they signed him, and they got him in the middle of a, a career year. Gotcha. Well, good, seems like a good signing for Vegas. Um, Scotty Upshaw, throwing the towel in. Retirement. Yeah, he only played a couple games in uh, Switzerland this year. Okay. Because yeah. he, he tried the NHL. He didn't make it on his PTO. And he was in Switzerland for a couple weeks, and he decided to give it up. Hey, yeah. he's he's had a long, illustrious career. He has. So and dealt with some real shit in injuries. Yeah. Right, right. So, good for him. Hoping that he can still be involved in hockey and if he wants to. And if not, just sit back and live on that retirement, huh? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he's rich before he got into the NHL. Plus... Now really? he's got yeah. I think I um, on Chicklets one time they were talking. He grew up with uh, like his dad was successful, so okay. he's already got money plus his own money, and he lives out like on the west coast, so like in Malibu. So I think mm-hmm. he'll be fine. Well, good for him. Yeah, must be nice. <clears throat> the Seattle Totems broke <laughs> ground on their training complex on Thursday, so. Expected to be ready by fall 2021. Um, I wonder what that that facility is going to look like. Oh, it's going to be top notch. Yeah. I feel like it's going to have a sheet of ice and like Olympic weight room. Like it's it's oh, just yeah. going to have so much stuff. Probably a sick cafeteria. Yeah. Chefs. A locker room that's like the size of a university building. Like, <laughs> Right. Um and I say totems, but we don't really know what it's going to be. Yeah, so, that's just what you want. Yeah, well, I'm all, I'm, I have the best suggestion for the name. So, you know, that's that should just go without saying. I hope it's like a name that no one even has thought of. Like what? I don't even know, like the Grizzly Bears. I don't know, <laughs> something that no one has even like suggested. They just come out of left field with something. The Beavers. Well, I mean... it. It'd be kind of cool if they went with an animal in the region, like grizzly bears. 
I think there's grizzly bears there. I don't know. I don't know. I know there's. I mean, there's there's <gasps> oh, there's brown bears in California. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. You're just okay. That's enough. Um, <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> Leon Dreisaitl, first two hundred points. Yeah, he did that on Saturday. Really stepping up in McDavid's absence, huh? Well, McDavid's back now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he did step up in McDavid's absence and shows you that he's not just getting his points because he's passing to McDavid. You know, right? He's contributing on his own. Right. Unlike the entire first line for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, yeah, they just pass it to Crosby <laughs> or or get or, fed. Yeah, Crosby's like. Here, let me just hand you this fucking goal. <laughs> uh, the Islanders will play playoff games on Long Island in Nassau. Yeah. Uh, even though that place is a shithole, the NHL keeps holding on to nostalgia for them. Well, I don't... I mean, they hated Barclays. It's been a, it's been an absolute travesty figuring out where that team's going to play. So, you know, good for them, I guess. Uh I thought they were going to build their own arena. At I some thought point. there's a, a new one on Long Island in the works. Yeah, yeah. Because why would you want to play in Brooklyn or whatever? Wherever? Right. I mean, with traffic. I mean, I haven't <coughs> really been around New York downtown, but yeah, I but would imagine for the people on Long Island to get to Barclays, it's like it's probably like an hour. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have to go uh, more than that. You have to go through Manhattan. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, like, they're better off going to, like, Jersey or something for a game. Right, right. Um, all right, major injuries. We've got Jay Bomeister, a little of an update there. It, he's out the rest of the season. Um, that's verified now. His future in hockey is very much in question. Um, I think he's probably going to take this time to, to to see what's worth it, you know? Right. It's, he, uh, it's tough. He, I don't know if he looked like this beforehand, but he looked bad yeah that's what happens when you have major heart surgery yeah like he looked skinny yeah yeah well we wish him the best of the luck glad he's he's alive you know yeah definitely i'm sure he is too and his family uh lining he blocked a shot against the caps uh in our last tilt and did not return so i think he's still out i don't i don't think he came back i'm not sure exactly what's happened there but, you know, good way to do it. Take an injury, blocking a shot. You know that team's selling out at that point. Oh, yeah. When you got a guy like Line A taking, taking shots. Uh, <clears throat> Mike Green, who we avoided, spoiler alert, mm. uh, re-signing in the trade deadline, thank God. Uh, three to four weeks with a sprained MCL. Now, this happened like two games into his stint with the Oilers. That has got to sting. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Kreider on the surging New York Rangers. Just right after he inked that contract. Yeah. Breaks a foot. Fractured. He's out long term. Stamkos out six to eight weeks on surgery for a torn core muscle. Now, I don't think that's a, a hernia per se. He must have just like tweaked an ab muscle or something. I'm yeah, not sure. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And I, it sucks he's going to have to have surgery for it. Yeah, brutal. Uh, Gurbe, one to two weeks with a groin strain, and Mark Stone is week to week with a lower body injury. All right, well, let's get down to the big news this week. The dust has settled, the trades have been done, and they were a plenty. 
uh, in the hip check next or on Thursday, we will be talking a little bit about trade strategy and what's been going on. But, you know, lots of picks for players. Not a lot of hockey trades going on here. Yeah, it um, <clears throat> it seemed to basically break down to it was teams trying to win now and teams in the shitter try, trying to build. Right, exactly. Yeah, so it was uh, very much just a – like a, a it, it seemed the line was very clearly drawn. Nobody was getting anybody for hockey trades. They were just – Going, it was teams like you said that have basically thrown in the towel on the season, going in for tankathon, and trying to stock up on draft picks. And boy, did some teams get a ton. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the Ottawa Senators got have like two first rounds, like four second rounds, some crazy amount, uh, a ton of picks. Now <clears throat> we'll we'll just get right into it. The Jets. Acquire Cody Eakin from the Golden Knights in exchange for a conditional fourth round in 2021. So that's almost like free. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I, he's worth more than that. Yeah, I mean he's gonna. He's been playing, you know, top six minutes. I'm. I'm pretty sure for for Winnipeg. Um, I mean, a lot of rentals just going around. Nobody seems to care about the picks. They just want to win now. So. Uh, the Jets kind of needed to fill a hole there, I think, especially if Line is going to be out. But yeah. uh, with Eakin being uh, there now, uh, it seems like a good depth move. Yeah. Uh, as we said earlier, Mike Green to the, from the Red Wings in exchange for Kyle Brodziak and a conditional fourth round draft pick. Um, Brodziak is a depth guy for sure, but uh, you know Mike Green, people must still see some sort of upside to him. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> I, he's been buried in Detroit. So, I mean, it, that whole team is just trash. So, Green's got to feel good. Uh, Edmonton, who knows? Who knows what the story is there? But I think that I think he's an addition. Like, he's got to make that blue line a little bit more deadly on the offensive side, right? Right. But now he's hurt. Right. And now immediately gets hurt. So, uh, I cannot stress how much the the Caps dodged the bullet there. Yeah. Uh, the Avalanche, Polly acquires Nemestikov from the Senators for a 2021 fourth. Yeah, I think that's big. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I mean, what was the need there in Colorado? Um. Well, I mean, they've had some injuries here and there throughout the year between... Um, oh, what's his name right now? I'm thinking Moose is what the guys called him from... Uh, offside by a mile. Um, uh, the big Finnish guy. Why can't I think of his name right now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Rantanen. Oh, Rant. Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. Okay. Rantanen. Uh, he's been hurt on and off. And uh, I'm really drawing a blank on names. But anyway, they've had a lot of injuries here and there. Yeah. Um, and, and Domestikov's like a, a depth guy, right? Yeah. And... They've slowly been building depth over the last couple of years. Right. Kadri, Calvert, those are good pickups. Yeah. So um, I think it's just to add some more depth, and I think it's going to be a big play for them. Right. And they're gearing up for a run. So yeah, I, I no think, surprises on the move. I <laughs> think the Avalanche right now are they – they made a very good uh, strategic move – where they 
made some moves to make a run, but they also didn't mortgage the future. Yeah, too too terribly, at least, right? Yeah. Uh, a big one here. The Islanders acquire Jean-Gabriel Peugeot, having a career year, shooting about 18% from the Senators in exchange for a conditional 2021st round, a 2022nd round, and a conditional 2022nd third. That third happens if the Islanders score, make the... um if the Islanders make the, or win the Stanley cup. So, you know, a first and a second for this, for this guy who is having a career year, a lot of people kind of, I mean, even if John Gabriel Peugeot becomes a third line center, they've locked him in for six years at 5 million. That's not a terrible deal. He plays, I think he plays a style that's heavy and can finish. So, Good to solidify down the middle. Definitely. I don't know if New York Islanders fans are 100% on board with that because they probably wanted a little bit more of a high-end offensive talent. But, you know, what can you do, right? Uh, this fits Barry Trotz. Right. And that, that's it. Uh, another big one. The Carolina Hurricanes acquire forward Vincent Trocek from the Panthers in exchange for Halla, Walmark, um, Itu Lustrinen, Lustrinen? And defenseman Chase Prisky, wow, that that is a heavy price to pay. You know, Halla, he's no he's no slouch, um, and Lucas Walmark is a young guy that that had a lot of potential there, right? Yeah, I mean, this is one of the few trades that actually involves humans, right? This was like <laughs> one of the only hockey trades that we saw, yeah. And what a pretty penny did the Carolina Hurricanes pay? Though we've said it before, they are a deep they are a deep team with young talent, so a lot of options for them to move. Right. Um, and it makes me wonder, is Florida, have they given up? Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy to see why they're shipping Trocek. It's almost as if they don't really know what they have. Right. And Trocek scored 30 goals before, I believe. He's a high-scoring guy. So, interesting to see if he's going to fit in with the Carolina Hurricanes, who are currently outside a wild-card spot, but are within striking distance. Colorado again acquires Michael Hutchinson from the Leafs in exchange for defenseman Callie Rosen. Who's this Callie Rosen guy? You know, honestly, I I don't know much about him at all. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, they definitely need to fill their void because Grubauer is still a very big question mark. Right. Um, it's a shame he was already hurt, came back, started playing really well. Got hurt again. And got hurt again. And yeah. Francois is very good, but... Uh, Untested. Yeah. So, uh, it was definitely just... I mean, this was a need. Right. Um, so, you know, the Avs making moves to, to, to get what they need for sure. The Flyers, though. Now, the Flyers acquired forward Nate Thompson from the Canadians in exchange for a 2021 fifth round draft pick again almost for free and forward Derek Grant from the Ducks in exchange for Kyle Crisculo Crisculo and a 2024th round pick now I was just talking to the Philly guys uh, at Snow the Goalie uh, podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network here and they they were fully like, yeah, this is a bottom six move, but it's good because it kind of solidifies their position. Um, 
Philly has been a sleeper up till now, and right now they're they're, they're second in the division, and they're hot six in a row. Grant had a really sweet goal to uh, today Sunday. Yeah, uh, he looks like a really good addition. Yeah, and I mean um, that's what you need in the playoffs: depth, right? And especially if they got the scoring touch. Um, <clears throat> the Pittsburgh King Penguins, our favorite, get Patrick Marlowe from San Jose in exchange for a 2021 third round pick, which is conditional. Um, these, this kind of, I mean, Marlowe, is he totally clapped out? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think this was just a, uh, well, San Jose, I think he's on a one year deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they so these, were, are, these are mostly rentals. Yeah, that so we're talking about here. I think the Pens are just looking for, you know, experience, depth, uh, and San Jose was saying, "Go take a shot at the cup." Right. Fair enough. Well, they got a third round out of it, I guess. I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, and he's he'll fit in nice because they're not going to expect a lot out of him, and mm-hmm. I think he'll make the most of the the ice time he gets. Yeah, I don't. I see him being a bit of a defensive liability, though, and with the yeah. Penguins on their slide, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sabers acquire forward Wayne Simmons from New Jersey in exchange for a conditional twenty twenty one fifth round pick. Yeah, again, man, like these guys, these rentals are just going for picks, which could be nothing, and mostly is nothing. Yeah, so kind of sucks for Simmons. He basically went from bottom of the barrel to someone who's still not going to make the playoffs. So right. he's just moving. As a rental. He's moving for no reason. Right. And they're going to have to re-up him if they want him. Yeah. So maybe Buffalo still thinks they got a shot. Uh, they're they're looking rough. Right. I I don't know. Maybe there's um desire to get Simmons for another couple years there. Add some grit to that lineup. Yeah. I'd say he's got three or four more good years. Well, at least mediocre years, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he might he might be able to bang home twenty. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, <clears throat> the Red Wings, big sellers. Edmonton Oilers acquire Andreas and Anthe- I can never pronounce Anthaseo and Ryan Kuffner from Detroit in exchange for Sam Sam Gagne, uh, a 2020 second round pick and a 2021 second round pick. Uh, a lot of, uh, again, uh, a lot of potential for the future being traded hands for somebody who was a top player on that Detroit squad, even though that Detroit squad is garbage, still an impact player. Somebody, I, I he's a young guy, you know, this year goes good for him. He's going to look for a big contract extension. Uh, adding depth, the Oilers making a little bit of some depth moves here. Yeah, I think they're 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 really pushing for the playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, they're securely in a spot now, right? Yeah. So they're uh they're looking to to make a deep run. <clears throat> the Bruins acquire Nick Ritchie from Anaheim in exchange for Danton Heinen. Um, you know, Nick Ritchie was a, a another depth guy, so Boston who doesn't need much help right now is there is they're fighting it out with Tampa for the league leading points. But again, creating that that competition between within the bottom six there to uh, for uh, uh, 
like inner squad competition. Yeah. Nobody's spot safe type mentality. Right. Has to be mm-hmm. good. And even the top teams need that. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. Now, back to the Penguins. And if these are out of order, the reason is because we, we kind of try to do this in chronological order as they happened, even though some of these came in like immediately following another one, you know? Yeah. Um, we were just talking to the tip of the iceberg, boys, and Berlansky threw out Connor Sheary. Now, we were like, huh, why would they do that again? Well, they did. <laughs> the Penguins got Connor Sheary back and Evan Rodriguez from Buffalo in exchange for Dominic Cahoon. Uh, you know, again, the Buffalo Sabres here getting a player. And then sending people away. Right. I mean, Connor Sheary and Evan Rodriguez, both who are on the Penguins roster right now due to injury. Um, you know, the Penguins acquired some forward, a lot of forwards here. Didn't touch the blue line. They think that Dumoulin and Marino are going to come back and be in tip-top shape, I think. Which, that's a gamble. Yeah. Because Dumoulin had a pretty extensive surgery there. Or time off. And I'm sure a lot of Penguin fans are pissed that they didn't do anything with Jack Johnson. Right, but who wants it? I don't think they had any buyers for him. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, then the Canucks get Louis Deming from New Jersey uh, in exchange for Zane McIntyre. Two goalies switching hands. Not much to say here. Um, I don't even know who these guys are. Right. Like, Deming, he's their backup for, for New Jersey. He's been okay. Uh, the Canucks, you know, these are two t- teams. I mean, are the Canucks in the playoff picture right now? I I don't even know. So, uh, yeah, they're first in the wild card. Okay, so they're they're trying to again depth, 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 depth. That was the that was the whole um theme, I guess, of of this deadline. The Vegas Golden Knights acquire forward Nick Cousins from Montreal in exchange for a fourth round pick in twenty twenty one. Uh, you know, the Vegas, again, trying to get in the playoffs. And do you think that the Canadians have thrown in the towel here? I think so. I think they've realized that Carey Price is the only good player on that team. <laughs> yeah, poor Carey Price. I know, I know. Uh, I guess he can cry his way to the bank. Yeah. Making that 10 mil a year. He's going to be like a Dan Marino. You know, yeah. one of the greats that didn't get the championship. Right. Um. <clears throat> well, you never know. He's got a long contract. I mean, how how old is he? Is he only like early thirties? Yeah. Jesus, it's that's what's crazy about hockey. These guys come in at eighteen or nineteen, and they're literally there for fifteen years. Like it's right. so long. Well, he's going to be forty when the contract expires. So he's got a hot wife. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last year he used her underwear for a pocket square. All right. <laughs> Okay, uh, Edmonton Oilers, Tyler Ennis from the, from the Senators in exchange for a 2021 fifth round pick. Ottawa, again, on the selling block here, just letting everything go. Oilers, again, going for depth. Uh, I, I didn't know they had the money for this. Yeah, me neither, but they found it. Yeah. And a lot of these deals also, um, I'm not sure which ones in particular, but like for uh, the Caps, like Kovalchuk's, a lot of salary was retained. By the Canadians. So, you know, you're looking at all these all these players that you switched hands basically for uh, most of them for a rental aspect where the team shipping them away was really just kind of like 
we just want picks. I don't care what it takes. Fuck yeah. our cap space now because it comes off next year. Right. Um, the Blackhawks acquire TJ Brennan from Philly in exchange for Nathan Noel. That's a depth move. That might not even be an NHL move there. Uh, the Flames get Eric Gustafson from the Hawks in exchange for a 2020 third round pick. Now, Gustafson, I think, is a bit underrated as a defenseman. I agree. So, this is a good pickup for Calgary. I think that that they, they kind of come out on top on this. Um, the Blue Jackets. Devin Shore from Anaheim in exchange for Sonny Milano. Now, Sonny Milano, I thought, uh, was a really good young talent. He had a couple good years. Uh, I just don't think he found the consistency in his game. But it looks like they wanted someone who with a little bit more grit and that Devin Shore guy can definitely play the corners, bang, and has a little bit of finishing ability. Yeah, and I think it's uh, – I feel really happy for all these Anaheim Ducks guys that are getting out. <laughs> well, you know what? The Ducks did a good thing and beat the beat the Pens this, this week, so I can't, oh, yeah. I can't hate. Um, the Lightning get forward Barclay Goodrow – a 2020 third round pick from San Jose Sharks in exchange for a 2020 first round pick and Anthony Greco. Um, again, this is like, this is a picks picks kind of move, and Greco and Barclay Goodrow are both kind of depth players. Carolina Hurricanes get now this is a big one. Sammy Vatnin. He was one of the higher touted offensive defensemen that were on the line this season from New Jersey Devils in exchange for Yanni Kokinen. And defenseman Eric Clayson and addition and a conditional twenty twenty fourth. Frederick. Oh, Frederick. Frederick Clayson, my bad. Um Vatnin, that's a big pickup yeah. for the Hurricanes, who are filling a gap for Dougie Hamilton. You know, they've had some really bad blue line injuries, so they must have uh run out of John Carlson's at the dollar store. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no more dollar store brand John Carlson's that they could pick up. I guess they're they're sold out on clearance. Um, <clears throat> the Vegas Golden Knights acquire Robin Leonard uh, and forward Martins Dzerkas from the the Hawks in exchange for Malcolm Subban and Stanislav Demin and a twenty twenty second round pick. Uh, this deal is interesting because the Maple Leafs acquire Vegas's 2025th round pick in exchange for Dzerkis to complete the trade between Chicago and the Golden Knights. So it's a three-team kind of deal here. The Leafs retain a portion of Leonard's salary as part of the transaction. I have no idea how the Leafs have enough money to be retaining any amount of salary. Right. But <clears throat> With some they, of these they big contracts they have. Right. You know, they're paying... Half the salary to like four people. So, right. um, you know, for the Knights, that is a great depth pickup. Malcolm Subban, who at one point people were pretty high on. Yeah, I think he's proven that he is a career backup, and I don't think you can lean on him to win a cup. Right. Robin Leonard, on the other hand, is an elite backup. Definitely. Um, so he might fight Flurry for a starting position. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, honestly, as the season goes on. Right, and when you look at Robin Leonard and Flurry, and then you look at Flurry's past experience with Murray, he's used to giving up workload. 
to right. another goalie. And then he happily steps in when he's needed. Exactly. So good for them. Um, interesting moves here to see what, how, how that propels the Golden Knights in the future here. Again, with the Hurricanes filling more defensive shortcomings due to injury, they acquire Brady Skage. How what do you pronounce that? Skage. I don't know. Skage. Isn't, he's isn't he's a good, he, solid guy. Isn't he the guy that Chance the Rapper was on SNL with, trying to say his name? <laughs> I think so. And he's yeah. like, "Yep, that's an S and a K and a J." <laughs> Uh, so the Rangers sellers here, they get a 2020 first round pick. I think that's a fair trade. You know, it sucks because Carolina has had this injury bug and they've really had to scramble to fill those gaps. Now, I think Carolina could be a great addition here to uh, to the playoff picture. And they have four matchups against the Penguins coming up all down the stretch. Yeah, hopefully they can win all of those. Yeah, if I think if they do, they knock the Penguins out. Well, let's see here. We only have 14 games left in the season, approximately, depending on which team you are, 14, 16. All right, bittersweet. That, uh, that four-game swing, if they could sweep the Pens, that would be very detrimental to the Penguins' playoff changes, especially with Philly. Surging. Surging right now. Right. And the Caps holding the lead. So Yeah, all the Caps have to do is, like, I'd say win half their games, and they're in. Right. And, yeah, hopefully your prediction of the Penguins missing will come true. Oh, how sweet it would be. Um, and finally, we'll get to – we save the Penguins moves for last. Uh, the Washington Capitals acquire Ilya Kovalchuk. And that came in, we were doing an interview. Did you just say randomly. we saved the Penguins moves for last? Didn't I say? Did I say the Caps? Did you? I thought. Maybe I didn't. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, sorry. All right, so Washington Capitals acquire Ilya Kovalchuk from the from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for a 2023 round draft pick. Montreal retains like half the salary here. We basically get him for free. Yeah, nice. And I like what I've seen out of him so far. Yeah, he had an assist tonight. Yeah. I think that's his first point. It was so nice. good for him. Assist to Ovi. Um, the Capitals also acquired forward Daniel Sprong from the Ducks in exchange for defenseman Christian Juice. Sucks to see that the Juice is truly loose now, but we're getting a four. So we have a, a glut of left hand D. And you know that I, I, I don't know. I mean, I like Juice. He was part of the cup winning team, but. Something with the coaching management didn't like him enough to keep him around. I think this is kind of a good guy move by the Capitals because I I feel Christian Juice is a bona fide NHLer in Anaheim. He will get playing time with the big club. Definitely, yeah. That that was my main comment. Was I think he's going to get NHL time now? Right. And Daniel Sprung, his biggest criticism is work ethic and attitude. Um, Verona had that same he's been compared to uh Verona in a lot of ways Daniel Sprong has so hopefully Sprong can buck up here realize he's got a chance to play with one of the best teams in the NHL and really start putting some pressure on the bottom six uh again with the inner squad competition here yeah definitely uh you know 
I think this is a good depth move for the Cats because, like I said, we have a lot of defensemen. We've drafted heavily in the defense the past few years, um, and we've gotten some good prospects and good players out of it. Now, I feel if you're a defenseman and are you a defenseman are, are commanding a higher price than a forward, like a left wing or yeah. a winger, right? Yeah. So you have a bigger bigger bargaining chip with a player like Juice. You could basically pick and choose. Daniel Sprong has looked like a 30-goal scorer in the past. We'll see how his development goes in Hershey. That was a lot. That was a lot. It was. So, Caps fans, you know, we we like to let you in on on what's going on around the league. I hope that this was at least somewhat non-boring, and uh, we try to get through it quick. Um, All in all, the landscape of the NHL just fucking changed pretty dramatically. Yeah. A lot of players changed hands for no players going back. So it's going to be hard to see, you know, we're going to have to wait years for this, for some of these trades to see if they're good or not. Yeah. 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 We'll have to see what kind of talent people get in the fourth and fifth rounds. Right. Because there's only one Stanley Cup winner. So, you know, if one of the teams that made a lot of moves, you know, like the Caps, like the Penguins, like the, like Philly, um, like Colorado, like Carolina, if they end up winning the cup, then okay, yeah, they're the clear winner. But, I, I man, I, I wonder how much that's going to mess with team chemistry with getting all these new guys in. Um, I've heard a lot of chat around the league from the players saying that they like to see their team make moves at the deadline because it shows a lot. Uh, if they're bringing guys in, it shows that ownership, coaching, ha- has the, the confidence in the team to make a push. Yeah. So... The, the Capitals have clearly done that, bring in Dylan, Kovalchuk, and Sprong. Who knows what the what down the stretch lies? Um, but I thought that the Sprong move was kind of a a, a nothing right now, but a, definitely a good little tidbit for the future. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good potential there. Right. Let's uh, let's talk caps, huh? Yeah. All right, Caps fans. Uh, what's the score of the Minnesota game right now, Paul? You keep fucking with it while we're trying to fucking record our podcast, so tell me what the score is. It's... I'm sorry. Do you not want to watch it? No, I, no, I do, but I can't even fucking see it. It's on your phone. It's 3-2, to two, three minutes to go in the second. Caps. Yes. Govey just had a boneheaded offside. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, he's got two goals tonight, so... Well, yeah. He, he's hungry for number three. Right. Let's get it. Um, okay, well, Tuesday the 25th against at Winnipeg ended up being a 4-3 shootout win for the Caps. Well, that was at home. I thought the last one was at home. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That was at home. Yeah. You're right. Um, now, Ovi scores 7-0-1. Um, man, but Verona's goal, dude. That was sick. Just splitting the D and just turning the Jets on and saying bye-bye. Gotta love to see that. That's what he's there for. That's what he adds to the lineup. I love it. Um, and finally, the fourth line breaks through and gets a goal. You could just see the monkey. They were literally in the in the Selly circle, taking the monkey off Hathaway's back. So throw that monkey all the way up to the upper bowl into the eagle's nest and, and hope he doesn't come back anytime soon. Now that was their first goal for the fourth fourth line since early January. That's gotta feel good. It looks good. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, though, it was, it was downhill, downhill from those three goals as the Jets woke up. And the Caps kind of took their foot off the pedal. They did. Typical Caps. Yeah, and, you know, the Caps played a great first period, and I'm thinking, hey, maybe we'll play a full 60. <laughs> and let's say we played, like, a solid 35. Yeah, I think that's a good number. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the first goal was a bobbled rebound off a weird bounce clearing attempt from from Kempney, who is ill-advised to be sending the puck up the boards when there's, like, five people on the boards. But he did it anyways, kind of like a beer league move, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, second goal, Connor. This guy has come out of nowhere, huh? And for Winnipeg, a lot of speed, a lot of finish. Um, ill-advised pass from Kovalchuk. Uh, in his defense, Connor came from the blind side around John Carlson. Um, John Carlson was then handcuffed, and then Connor went in for a breakaway. Not something that you you love to see at all. You know, you you wish that pass doesn't happen at all. You wish that John Carlson could do something to take the body to, to slow him down and get that puck and keep it in. Wasn't in the cards. Yeah, I mean, he had the op- he could have gone up the boards instead of hitting Carlson in the middle. But, you know, he thought he was open. Shit happens. Yeah, and it's good though cuz Kovalchuk's getting a little looser, mm-hmm. I think, with yeah. the team. Um he's he's Got the ability to make those plays, so at least the willingness for him to do it, and maybe next time just execute a little bit better, make a different decision. But I guess the the positive side is that he he you you can tell that he's feeling himself on this team a little bit, starting yeah. to fit in. Um, you know, uh, I thought he was. I thought Kovalchuk was was physical. He had several shots on net. He's getting a lot of shots. He's getting looks. Um just haven't gone in you know he's he's had a couple bad angle shots I don't think he's had a legitimate good look like a a really good look where it's just like he should have scored that yet but um hopefully he can find twine here soon hopefully tonight yeah uh I think he'll get it it's just gonna take time some adjusting yeah and the uh the the tying goal by Shifley uh, who is it? Orlov gets burned a little bit to the outside, takes his man down, and then kicks the puck into his own net. <laughs> so that's the type of hard-nosed play that wins games. Not much you can do. Uh, with the way that the Caps are going, though, right now, hey, I'll take it. I'll take that OT win, or that shootout win. Totally. Um, so, I, I mean, Ovi gets the shootout winner. Uh and uh, and Oshi or who's Oshi and Ovi both scored, and I think Backstrom. Yeah, I think I think it I think went five right. rounds. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Ovi scored on the fifth shot. You know, with everything that's going on right now, Ovi getting all these record-setting goals, joining the seven hundred club. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just really great that in in that situation, he was the one who got that goal uh, for to. To cement the win, and the crowd just went nuts. It was beautiful, right? Um, unfortunately, follow that game up on Thursday in Winnipeg, uh, where we just looked flat. Everything about the Caps looked bad. Yeah, they did. Um, Connor Hellebuck, we did get our chances like we normally do, but none of them went in. It was a three zero loss. Hellebuck looked good. Yeah, he, he stood on his head. Yeah, so. You know, 
that's the uh, that's the lights out performance that Winnipeg has leaned on the past couple years, and it's been kind of faltering recently. But Hellebuck seems to be back in form. Um, you know, I was laughing because the, uh, the I was watching the jet stream and the color guy was crying so hard about the panic slew foot there. Um, and I forget who it was on, but uh, that's what I call like a good finish, man. Like you take a guy to the boards and kick his feet out from under him. Tell me you haven't done that in high school and beyond. Oh yeah. Actually (laughs) at practice one day we were in a uh, no contact scrimmage and I got lit up when I had my head down and (laughs) I was pissed because it was no contact. Yeah. Imagine you having your head down too. Yeah. So when the puck goes to the other end of the ice, first thing I do, the guy who hit me, I just come up right behind him and, Kick, kick his shit feet. out of the back of his foot. He went down so hard. <laughs> so you know, sometimes you gotta throw the slew foot in. Hey, it's it's effective. I'm I was like so when in this instance when you're riding a guy into the boards and then you finish him off like that, like okay, you might come in low like Panic did, but I always like kicking people's feet out from under them in front of the net, especially if they were bigger. Yeah, you know, because <clears throat> that was like my only just to get him off balance so I could push him out in front. Right. Yeah, not not the cleanest play, but I wouldn't say outright dirty either, right? Yeah, you know the. Uh, I thought the PK looked good. That was about the only bright spot of the game. I think that's been our only bright spot through this turmoil that we've had the past twenty games. Is yeah, the PK totally? And uh, they they phased in a little bit of Kovalchuk, uh, an Ovi spot on the power play, and yeah. I think you know if if Ovi needs a breather, I think that's a that's a decent uh, replacement. replacement. Absolutely. Yeah, I would love to see them, though, change up the power play just a little bit, man. I, I don't know. I mean, if you have TJ Oshie firing all cylinders, Barian, it's different. Um, But it seems like that right side has very little threat anymore. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Verona. I, I, and they haven't done it yet, but I'd love to see Verona, John Carlson stay in the middle of the umbrella up top on the point position, Ovi in his office, and then Verona on the other side and his on up on the mid-taken one-timers. Yeah. He's got the shot for it. Yeah, he does. Um, but, you know, who knows? Uh, at least be able to shoot from there. Because right now it's like Backstrom. Right. And, or Kuznetsov. And they're, they're not... You know, Backstrom, even less so. It, 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 not a big scoring threat from there. So, who who knows what's going to happen. I, I, I'd I like to see a little bit of change because we need to get everything firing on all cylinders down this stretch. Hopefully, this game that's going on right now in Minnesota, we're up 3-2. Hopefully, we can uh, we can start, the, start this as a jumping off point now. We scored first tonight, didn't we? No. Oh, no? Minnesota no. did? Minnesota scored first. No. Um, Typical. Like we were talking about when we were on the soda pod. Um, <clears throat> they got some... I I think he mentioned Donato mm-hmm. as one yeah. of their depth guys that he thought could be a scoring threat. He had the first goal. Oh, okay. Um, and then we got three in a row, and then they scored again. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, any like, takeaways here? Well, and like you said earlier... Uh, Kovalchuk got his first point tonight. He assisted Ovi on yeah. his second goal. Okay. Um, <clears throat> currently, Ovi, he's got two. And the game winner. The game winner if it ends in a 3-2 score. 
and a pay, and a pee pee goal. Yeah, from the office. Yes. Cool. So takeaways are, I think, they're still uh, playing that shit hockey, but a little bit better than they have been. Right. Uh, they're playing a pretty good game in Minnesota right now. I, I oh, like their and, aggression. And Brendan Dillon had a little tilly. Dillon had a nice little tilly. He he ate a few, but he did. He he stood in there and I think he played well or fought well. Yeah. Got a. Lo- I love to see that man. Yeah. Kovalchuk, he's got a fucking attitude on him. He, <laughs> well, we already knew that. He threw a tissy, man. <laughs> and that's what started this whole this yeah. whole brawl. But gotta love to see Brennan Dillon going out and, and dropping the gloves. Yeah. It's great to see. He's not really known as a fighter, but he can chuck him. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about that he hit Malkin in the face, and it's kind of like hitting Draco Malfoy in the face, you know? Like, you hit that guy, and it's like, you're an instant hero. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm not I'm not really a big uh, Harry Potter fan, but I know that reference at least, so yeah. good shit on that. Um, what are our next week's games? Do you have the schedule? Can you get it up? Because I, I am remiss in, in putting it on the outline. Um, we have Philly on Wednesday, is that right? Yeah, so one second, it's loading. I know... We go, we have Philly. It's on national TV. Is that at home? Uh, one second. Oh my God, Paul. Well, I'm relying on your internet, so. My internet? Yeah, so we got Philly at home, and then we're going to go to the Rangers on Thursday. So Philly's Wednesday, Rangers Thursday, and then at Pittsburgh on Saturday for a matinee. Which, which we will be there for that. We will be there. Awesome. Um, So... I'm saying six points. I'm saying four. Who are we losing to? Philly. They're surging. Mm-hmm. We could we could play spoiler though for them. We could, and it, it's at least good that it's in Washington, right? Because they've been real hot at home, but they just they did just embarrass the Rangers on today Sunday, right? At New York, so. Philly's gonna be tough, right? Right. They're killer at home. They're they're decent on the road. So we'll see how that that pans out. But until next week, or until Thursday, with our with our other segments, um, Caps fans, it's Hockey Troll and Polly Cupcakes signing off. Hey, Caps fans! Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trollin' on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, on Twitter at Cupcake Polly. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and TheHockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.